0: I got my Crocs on. I got Dude, you're looking fresh, man. You got that Bangles? Uh, I got a little bit. On. I got a little bit of everything. I think I got Bangles. I got my Tiger. I got Crocs. I got Puma socks. Oh, fresh.
1: Fly fitted. I, think. I don't know
0: where these these uh joggers are from, but they look cool. Like the green.
1: You want to move that uh rat? Yeah, just throw it on the ground. Or or that I mean that's our chakra. Look at that! You made it.
0: I missed. No, I can't. Don't lie. It. <laughs> it's like hanging on <laughs> the ram.
1: So let's go. All right. Good afternoon. Good morning. Good night. I don't know where you are, what time it is, wherever you're listening. But thank you for tuning in. Welcome back to another episode of Unscripted Exchanges. I'm your host Hayden Huber.
0: I'm your co-host Cole. Unscripted Exchanges. We're ready to uh, ready to fire off a really really exciting episode today. I think
1: every episode is yeah exciting. but i mean this Something is like different. a
0: different there's a different vibe or we're at at least
1: well hell yeah it's super bowl sunday yeah i'm wearing that Bengals shirt and we're sitting in the best city of them all cincinnati <laughs> hey, ohio let's go Who let's go
0: super super excited to uh to be here with you today hayden um obviously the Bengals are playing in the super bowl today uh couldn't be more excited! Again, we've talked about this. I think Hayden said it before. the The energy in the city, the energy in the city is up right oh, now. Uh, I think it's up around the country too. Oh yeah, um, because it's you know everybody. I mean, a lot of people like and watch the Super Bowl.
1: Oh, that and it's the story of like an underdog team. Oh, well,
0: it's an underdog story. It's an underdog story. It's 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 uh it's neat to see, you know, all the pieces that have come together for Cincinnati and for our team. And see this come to fruition, right? We've been talking about it. We've been, you know, they've been doing things behind the scenes. And and a lot of, like, the fan base and the country kind of has joked about, like, you know, Cincinnati hasn't been relevant. You know, we've had a couple good years. You know, a decade ago with Dalton, and we had Carson Palmer, but we really could never win a playoff game or there get. There was it always
1: anymore. something that would trip us up. There yeah.
0: was, and we, and we all like to be experts, right? We're all like, "Well, this is why we lost, right? It was Marvin Lewis, or it was Andy Dalton, or was this or that." But none of that matters anymore. Like nobody cares because we're in the Super Bowl. What's in the past is in the past. What's in the past is in the past. So I think uh, Hayden, you, you you mentioned the underdog, and I kind of. I love that vibe. I like i. I see myself as my entire life. I've kind of had a chip on my shoulder, yeah, because I've always put myself as like I'm the underdog. Like, nobody's expecting greatness out of me, and that's exciting because then then you the sky's the limit. It, it takes a lot of that pressure off, and I think that's where the Bengals are at. So I'd love to uh, hear your thoughts on on what it means to be an underdog, and you know what do you what is your philosophy behind? Um, maybe being the underdog in different aspects of your life? Like why, why is that? Why can that be good? Why can that be a good thing?
1: Yeah, that's a, that's a great question. Uh, For me, I I think being an underdog is just someone that uh, isn't always known as maybe the, the go-to person for whatever reason. But as you said, that makes you like have a chip on your shoulder and you're motivated um, internally uh, and wanting to perform and, and be the best. I mean, to me, that's kind of putting your head, uh, down and putting in the time and work, um, and letting the results speak for themselves over time. And that might take, you know, uh, months, years, decades. Um, I mean, the Bengals are a perfect example. Uh, you know, they brought on Zach Taylor. He started to change the culture, but you know, not many people probably thought that he was going to be the fix. I'm raising my hand over here. I did not think he was part of the proper solution, but, uh, Look at them now. It it took you know a couple of years. Um, he changed the culture. Uh, they had that chip on their shoulder. You know why not us? It is us,
0: right? That's so exciting. Yeah. yeah. So
1: I, I totally buy into that mentality. Um, and I go back to answer your specific question around like when have I felt that in my life growing up? Well, I think there's numerous occasions. Um, one of which is just like how I attack my. Um, personal uh, ventures or side hustles. Uh, I, I think, you know, people might look at, uh, you know, what I'm doing as, oh, look, he, it's just another person starting a t-shirt company back, you know, when I was in college, or look, it's just another guy starting a podcast. And right. That's great. I, I, I don't really care if, you know, people make those comments or, you know, aren't willing to, to tune in. That That's fine. Why should they at this point? I mean, we're relatively new, but you know, uh, I, I have a good feeling like 12 months, 24 months from now, we're going to be sitting in a different spot and it's going to be cool to look back. And that's where that mentality comes in where it's like, Hey, put on your blinders heads down. Let's, let's keep, let's keep moving. It's all about that momentum and consistency, which I think is another topic that we yeah, want to get into. I, I want to
0: address. So I think what you just said, uh, going back i'm gonna go back to the Bengals. the Bengals comment yeah um it's all about the Bengals today today. let's go that's the theme um i'm watching my little thing too so i don't for you listeners that hear me scream into the the mic i actually i'm gonna keep it further away i gave i gave cole a coaching moment and he's actually received some feedback that his voice is a little bit louder but that's because he's bringing that energy from several people um that's okay so going back to that 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 comment about the Bengals being the underdogs, right? And you said Zach Taylor, right? You said you didn't think he was the answer. Well, I don't think anybody knew what the answer was. Um, and I don't think that we could have guessed, I mean could have predicted this, right? But I saw the stat the other statistic the other day, like what Zach Taylors just speaking about Zach Taylor, his his uh like win and loss record. Yeah. He's like 10 and like 28 or something like that. Yeah, most of his wins have come this year. <laughs> yeah, but the it doesn't really matter because he's in the Super Bowl now. Right. Like, that's wild, you know what I mean? Like, the narrative changed. Right, the narrative changed so quickly. Yeah. And again, if you just were to look at his record, you'd be like, yeah, the guy hasn't done anything. Yeah. But if you look at like, if you put it to perspective where he's at now, the record doesn't matter. He made it to the Super Bowl in three years. I mean, that's, that's crazy, right? They went from the worst team to the best one of the top two teams in the league. So I think that's a uh, super interesting and super exciting. Um, and going into the, the underdog thing, I think the way I've looked at my perspective on being an underdog is along those same lines. But what I love about it is the fact that being an underdog gives you the ability to, to work without all of that pressure, right? So when you're not an underdog, when you get to the top of the mountain, right? When you're, when you are expected to win, when you're expected to do great things, that's a lot more pressure in my mind. When you're when people are just like, Yeah, you should won that. You should win this. You it's like now the pressure's not to lose, right? The pressure's not to fail. But when you're when you're just grinding and you're doing things that, you know, nobody really has any expectations mm-hmm. either way. That allows you to be clear, cl- like clarity on what you're doing and focus on the important stuff. You're not worried about what everybody else is thinking because nobody else is even, may- maybe even thinking about you, right? Nobody's like, oh, I wonder if this is going to be successful or this is going to be successful or they could do this. They're just like uh, – to me, an underdog is somebody that's just written out completely, somebody that's not even been expected like the Bengals. Aren't, nobody expects them to get the Super Bowl. So why have they been so hot? Because they're, they're riding that like this, why not us? Why not us? Nobody expected us to be here. So, um, I they had th- a strong belief system. They had a strong. I mean, that's belief.
1: not the only answer or reason, but yeah, they they were like, look, it, it's going to be our season. They truly believe that whether or not that was quote unquote reality, like that's what they stuck with. And I used to laugh at, uh, kind of drawing a parallel here, like some of the NBA players or not even NBA players, but just professional athletes, you know, they get interviewed after a a big game and they always get asked like, you know, how did you do that? Or like, do you think you're the best? Something along those lines, and nine out of ten times, like a lot of them will one give credit to like their teammates and and to God, which is awesome. But then there, there's those people that always share that mindset, like yeah, I am the best, and like you, you kind of laugh, but like you need to have that kind of confidence. Yeah, and there's a difference between being confident and cocky. And I think Joe Burrow, for example, has
0: that he's confidence. Got the, he's got the confidence. Yeah, yeah, but that's a uh, again, that's another good top, a good like a good like. Parallel, like what's the word I'm looking for? Like analogy, I guess, or comparison. I mean, yeah. comparison. Yeah. Um, like,
1: like, let me add another example. Like, and this is going to come off as very, uh probably cocky, <laughs> but like, you and I have this confidence that we're going to succeed. We're not going to tell everyone what success looks like. There's no need to, to tell that. We're going to let our results speak uh, for themselves. Yeah, exactly. But we truly feel like what we're creating here is going to be something special. And we're going to look back 12 months from now, 24 months from now, and and look at, okay, wow, look where we were and look where we are now. You know, we did these things that way and now we've evolved to doing this, but like We truly believe that we are going to create something really good for for the world, good for us, too, and just make a a big difference. And it's all about that mindset. If we didn't feel that way, if we didn't believe that way, then 9 out of 10 times, you know, this, this wouldn't go anywhere. Like, we're consistently willing to put in the work, grow, learn, study what we're doing wrong. Make we're making changes every single week, like
0: every single day. I mean, we're like, yeah. hey, have you thought of this? What well, can we do? This can we do that? Yeah, yeah. it's it's a it's a it's a constant it's a constant thing. I, I I would I would second that. I believe one hundred and ten percent that this will be a success. But we don't necessarily need to define that just yet correct because that can change yep and success is measurable by what you believe the success is not what other people tell you success is right it's not a matter of oh this is successful because this guy said you have to hit this number to be successful or this is because of the success is all relative right it's all it's all uh, uh you know up for debate or or the better word would be um what's the word i'm looking for I'm blanking right now but subjective subjective but success is subjective um and we've got some certain success you know objectives we've got but I think to that point that that comparison of you know Joe Burrow and the Bengals and and athlete and people in general that a lot of the times that reached that success they weren't whatever level of success that is and whatever they measure it you don't ever really know you know because you can go and hear like Tom Brady say uh my I you know I'm good but I'm not You know, he's now he's kind of like I'm the goat. I know I'm the goat, but for the longest time he had a chip on his shoulder, and he was. Why do you think he played for 22 years? Because he was. I'm gonna keep playing. Like I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I I haven't gotten where I want to get to yet, and I think that can be the same can apply for every aspect of life. Is that you know success is measured by what you deem success is, not what others tell you, not what media, not what Hayden and I tell you, not what your friends tell you. You know, success to me is measured by, A, I I believe in my faith in God and and, and what I'm doing in that realm of my life, and also what I count as a success, what I'm working towards. So uh, I think that's interesting that you brought that up. Yeah,
1: going back to the the Bengals, uh, and I know we're going to be jumping in and out of the Bengals today because that is the official theme. Because it is Bengals Super Bowl Sunday, and the Bengals are playing. But anyhow, I, I think you know that media narrative of you know being the underdog and counting people out, and you know using myself as an example of not thinking Zach Taylor was the right guy is because just the way that he holds some of his press conferences, and again, this is more so an opinion. They weren't anything special. Just the way that he he speaks about things, you know, nothing too insightful, but... Again, it's all about just putting in that time, that consistency, having people buy into what it is you're you're trying to do. And success isn't always sexy. You know, that's something <laughs> that I've heard recently. Like yeah. it it can be monotonous. I don't know if I said that word correctly. It's a tough one for me, but it can be boring. Like you literally have to go out and do things consistently. Mm-hmm. Now, you can change things up from time to time. But again, like Zach Taylor was very regimented in terms of like how he, you know, spoke That's to it. the media, you know, how he was bringing his team along. Like it wasn't anything that was super flashy. Uh, you know, he didn't have these big old like arguments with the media, things of that nature. Like he was just like, Hey, this is how we're going to do things. This is my approach. He had the team, the the locker room from early on and they, they bought in. It just took some time to actually see the results,
0: uh, Show on the field, which is it brings up another um, super uh, exciting kind of concept that I know. I actually am learning more about it from Hayden as I. It's something I've always believed in uh, and known. It's one of those things where you know this is this is this is part of the recipe to grow as an individual. But it's the difference between knowing that it's like you can read something and go I know that's right. You yeah. know, you can read a you can read an opinion and say I agree with that opinion. You can read a an article on five ways to get in shape and you can go oh, that makes sense but you don't it doesn't mean you actually do it yeah you could go that that sounds cool yeah maybe I'll pick that up and I think what was something that i've i've like been learning a lot lately, lately from you Hayden is and it's and I'm trying to to bring that into every aspect of my life is that don't make excuses because as you get older right as you go through different life changes you know at one point in your life I believe that you were you never made excuses at one point in your life you just did things you said you wanted to do something there was nothing else that was flooding your 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 viewpoint right there was nothing else that was getting in the way whether that was when you were in grade school whether you were in high school whether when you got to college there was i believe i know for me there was one point in my life where i never made excuses for things i knew what i wanted and i would i would there was nothing that could get in the way of that and as i got older and different things have popped up different you know responsibilities, whether it's being a parent, being uh, having a job, you know having the new horse with Ava, you begin to have all these things that fill in your your time, and then you forget. As we talked about in our last episode, you forget where to put your priorities, where mm-hmm. to where those buckets are at, and it becomes very easy to get have that gray area of where those buckets might be and where you might want to put your time and where you actually put your time. So, what I think. Um, was super interesting and a, and a super uh, cool conversation I had this morning with, with Ben Serco. Ben, if you're listening, shout out. Uh, he said he's going down. He, Are you feeling like you're on cloud nine right now? I'm so happy. Yeah, I'm feeling good. Do you not remember? Ben wanted us no, to No, I was. It. I was just kind of going with it. Oh, hey, cloud shoot. nine. Cloud we, nine. We
1: kind of butchered that. We might have to cut that no, one. No, no, that's good.
0: <laughs> hey, if you're feeling on cloud nine right now, um So I was having a conversation with him, Hayden. Right, I'm driving over here, Mm -hmm. and they're all going down, down to party, right, down to to get excited. The Bengals, everybody's going wild downtown Cincinnati, all over the bars. And he's like, "Well, we're going down soon." I said, "Well, I can't make it." And he's like, "What do you mean you can't?" He's like, "Oh, why not?" I said, "Well, we're going to record our podcast, going to record our episode." He's like, "On Super Bowl Sunday," and I said, "Yeah, because if we start making excuses now, it's going to snowball, and it's like." It's something that's just clicked with me, even starting this venture, and it's flowing into other parts of my life that I'm realizing when you start to make an excuse, you can stop excuses at any time in your life. You can decide, I this is what I want, this fits into my priorities, and I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop making excuses for why I'm not doing it, why I'm not reading more, why I'm not going to the gym more, why I'm not eating healthy. You can stop making excuses like that. It's literally like instantaneous. It's not like... You know, making the decision to sell your house. Okay, you're making the decision. I'm going to eat healthy. That's an easy decision. That's a really. Gonna, I, I think it is, and it isn't. I, I don't want it. oh easy meaning it's easy meaning you can. It's an easy decision. It's easy yeah. to recognize that he's not the right ha- no, I, I'm going to disagree. It's an easy decision to make. It's hard to do to put into practice. That's what I'm getting. at. Yeah, it's hard to practice that, but it's an easy decision to t- tell yourself. Then you have to get into that routine of not making excuses while you're not. And that's the difficult part. The difficult part is making is not making those excuses. So I think uh, 100% – he, he said that and I said, well, I don't want to make excuses because I've chosen to do this with Hayden. I've chosen to put effort and time into this opportunity that I have to create a media company and to, to just get out there and put myself out there. I've, I've chosen – to put my precious time. This is in one of my buckets. So I'm not going to just make an excuse. There's no. I have the time to do it. You know. I make. The, I chose to do this. Instead of doing something else. But I feel better about it. I feel better about the decision. I don't have that FOMO. Because I know it fits in those priorities. So. All I'm getting at is. That consistency. And that ability to not make excuses. You know. Choosing not to make an excuse. I think that. I think that's. A. Uh, com- you know, results in compounding, uh, compounding, uh, outcomes for you.
1: Yeah, for sure. I, I agree with most of what you said there. And as I chimed in, you know, I think it's easy to recognize that, you know, maybe I'm not spending my time where I should be, but then the actual practice or execution of making the changes is where it's a little bit more challenging. And I think that's what you were saying. Um, like, yeah, why am I not uh losing the weight or gaining the muscle that I want to? Well, it's because I'm not spending as much time in the gym or I'm not eating a healthy diet and like you come up with these excuses such as well it just takes so so much time to one, travel to the gym or two, like I, I gotta go buy the healthy food, like things like that. those are all excuses, right? Yeah. but at least if you can recognize what those are and then start to figure out, okay, how do I set myself up for better success and maybe that's you know using the same example of eating healthy and you know wanting to lose weight or gain muscle, whatever it might be like one day a week, you plan out your meals, you know, you carve out the time that would be a solution in my mind as to how you take that step in the right direction to, to bettering your life. And I think that's kind of what you were getting at. I mean, maybe not. I just don't think it's that easy for someone to say, oh, I need to go do X, Y, and Z, but like actually putting in the time and the effort, is it, 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 it's a
0: different beast. It's easy. It's easy to make a decision No, It's easy to tell yourself. It's very easy to switch your mindset. It's, it is the easiest thing in the world you can do to say, and 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 I'm putting that in perspective. I'm saying I'm not saying everything's easy to decide to do. I'm saying that that decision to stop making making excuses is an easy decision. That's what I meant. Not not anything in particular. Not like, oh, I'm gonna it's easy for me to lose weight. Gotcha. It's easy for me to decide instead of making excuses, if I commit to something, I'm not going to make excuses. If I want to lose weight, I'm gonna stop making excuses about that. Maybe that's not your goal. If I want to read more, I'm going to stop making excuses about why I don't read. I think that's 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 that doesn't take a lot of effort. The effort comes in and actually practicing that. The hard part is when you have all these ancillary things outside of your control, or some of them that are that we're, come. We're in.
1: saying the same thing, just slightly differently. Yeah, that, that's all. Yeah, um, I, I think another uh, thing to touch on related to that is a reason is just a fancy reason. <laughs> That's not the right way (laughs) to say a reason is a reason is a fancier way of saying that you have an excuse like, Mm. oh, that's a good reason for why I can't do this. Like, that's just an excuse. You know, it's packaged up as something that is, you know, uh, a a way to get out of something that you should probably be doing like, oh, yeah, it's it's, uh, you know, Super Bowl Sunday. Uh that's like a one time thing. Like this could be the only time in our lifetime that the Bengals make it to the Super Bowl. Hopefully not, but you could say, Oh, let's just skip on the podcast this morning, for example. And yeah. as you were getting at, like, no, like I am going to continue to consistently commit to what I wanted to do at the get go. Um, and very few things are going to change the direction that I'm trying to head in.
0: Yeah. Well, it's just again, it comes back to those like buckets. And I had this conversation with Ava, Ava, my daughter, the other day too, uh, similar to like she's, she wants to do everything right now and she doesn't, but but she doesn't understand like how long things take, right? So she'll go. We're at the horse, right? We're with we're with Gracie. we were, this was a I think I Facetimed when we were out there Friday, mm-hmm. and we were talking, and so this story this is this is kind of like an off off the cusp story, but I think people will enjoy it. So I'm I've talked to Ava about not going in the stall with the horse by herself, not wear, like wearing a helmet, you know? And she's very, like, overly confident. Like, confident where I am so proud of her for being confident. Just like her father. Yeah, but, co- like, I'm sometimes confident to a fault, okay? Yeah. Like, I'm I'm like, I can do this. I I, I was, like, as a little kid, like, I could do anything, right? Still, as an adult, I like that. So, I told her, you know, we've all, we've all gone over this. You cannot go in the stall by yourself put her bridle on, bring her out. Like you can't do it alone. It's a big thousand pound animal and you're a 60 pound little human. So I get, I dropped over at the front and I like so for her to go in. And then I parked the car cause it was really muddy. I walked And right when I walked to the stable, she's out in the middle, holding, holding great. She got it in, got her out of the stall, was holding her. And I was so livid because it wasn't just about her not listening to me because I know she was just excited. It was about uh, the fact that she could have gotten really hurt, right? Mm -hmm. And so I'm I'm coming to a point of this story. As we had a discussion after this just about, you know, she was upset. She knew I was mad. She knew as soon as I walked in there and I saw her, she said, I'm sorry, Dad. Like, didn't even say anything. She's like, I said, excuse me. I'm so sorry, Dad. I'm sorry. I'll put her back. I didn't mean to I was like, well, you did mean to. You did did it. But we had this discussion afterwards, and this is maybe for parents that are listening to this. Kids understand more than you think they do. And I had a discussion with her about it's okay to be confident, but she was so convinced because she's done it one other time that she automatically knows how to do it. And I said, it's great that you've got the confidence and you want to do this now, but we're going to have to do this three or four times a week for the next six months for me to be comfortable with that horse with you. And it, 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 as long as we, as long as we're doing that and we're, and we're doing it together, like I'm comfortable and okay with it. So she said, Oh, well, what if I just get a whiteboard and I write down on the whiteboard and I hang on the door, don't come in here without mom or dad, wear your helmet, you know? And there was like something else. I said, that'd be an easy way to remember to do that and to not make an excuse for not doing it. So again, what I'm saying is sometimes like this point when you're trying to go after something, creating little ways that maybe like what something a kid would do like that to remind yourself of why you chose to or what not to do, like make no excuses or like, hey, you know, have if you if you struggle with like eating healthy, well, have something on the board, make a day for a meal or just have like little easy meals. Like You wake up in the morning, you're in a rush for work, but you you see a whiteboard that says, you know, granola and yogurt, right? In the fridge or something like that. Uh, So I just thought it was was a, a really cool conversation to have with her about, you know, taking time to do something and then seeing her connect the dots and go... I'm not gonna remember that, so I'm gonna make it easy for myself not to make that mistake again. I thought that was super cool.
1: Well said. No, that that's an awesome story right there. Having those you know reminders to help you uh, stay focused on what you're trying to commit to.
0: Yeah, that, that's awesome that Ava recognizes that at a <laughs> very was, young age. She goes, no, no, She's like, well, I think she's seen me do it too, because like there's stuff like I have like written in my office or like on my whiteboards where I'm like, like for instance, like around the house, I have a whiteboard of stuff that my wife wants me to help with because I just, that stuff doesn't cross my mind, but I know I need to prioritize it. So I just made it simple. I just put it on a whiteboard. So I have to walk by that whiteboard. So I know some stuff needs to be done. I don't have to think about it. So I thought it was just super, uh, super interesting tip or thing that I've seen Ava did that you can do to make things like that a little bit easier because a lot of the times they aren't top of mind. You're not even thinking, I'm making an excuse. Sometimes you just, you just do it. Right. It's not like a conscious. Well, I can make an excuse or not make an excuse. You just, you just
1: right. do it's something. Grand and dear subconscious. Yeah. yeah, some of these habits that aren't always great. Yeah. Why do you think I write down stuff on this chalkboard behind? I this? love you know, it. It's yeah. the Manifestation. Bar. Yeah. Uh, they say that you're increasing your probability of achieving, you know, what it is you're trying to do by by writing it down. Doesn't mean you're going to get it, but you know, definitely helps to to write it it out. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, just piggybacking on to just another example there of just laying out, you know, uh, what it is you're trying to do. And then like having these reminders, like with working out, you know, another good example would be like laying out your workout clothes, uh, ahead of time, like maybe at night, if you're an early morning person and you want to get to the gym, and that's definitely not an easy thing. I am not an early morning uh, workout person. I've tried doing it. I would like to maybe get back into that, but just haven't consistently been able to. But, yeah, the point being is, like, you know, having your tennis shoes laid out with your gym clothes, like that's a reminder that, hey, I got to work out or maybe you got to put time on your calendar that says, okay, from, you know, X to Y or from, you know, noon to 1 p.m., I need to go to the gym. And that's that reminder where nothing should be scheduled over that time. That is between you and the gym to to work it out. Exactly. Um, So that's just another example there. I, I think that's a pretty big one. And using myself as a prime example, Um, I typically go to the gym around the, the noon to one lunch hour, uh, which is nice. Thankfully I've got the luxury of just, uh, heading downstairs. I was about to say that. Yeah. I'm not going to be, I go to the gym, (laughs) but, uh, I think, no, there are times where you've, you FaceTime me. Um, and it's not always 12 to one. Let, let me be honest there, but like you'll, you'll FaceTime me or you'll give me a call. You'll shoot me a text. And I'm sure there's some notification that says like, I'm working out now because I've got that mode. Like, I am not going to get distracted because the moment that I do that, Oh, I can respond to Cole. Um, like then that just opens up the door for other excuses. Oh, let me just shoot off this one. email, And it goes back to some of the things that we were saying. Like if you let one thing slide by, then it starts to crack that, you know, can of worms, baby. Yeah. I mean, and it's not easy, but at the same time, like if you recognize like what you are supposed to be doing, like, do not let those distractions get in the way. Amen. Yeah. Amen. What kind of fitness
0: brands do we have to sponsor us?
1: You know uh, well, more brands I think, than I do. I think we're in uh, talks with Under Armour and Nike. I thought I thought Adidas reached out. Uh, well, we'll, well that take... re-
0: the rep said, well, here's the thing. Adidas, they reached out. They offered us something, but I turned it down. I said, you guys aren't big enough for us. <laughs>
1: All right, we'll we'll work with our first fitness Hoka. company sometimes. It's Hoka. Yeah, Hoka would be great. I mean, they're more so a uh, running company, but yeah, that's fit that's fitness. They've um, got like
0: awesome sh- like running shoes though, right? Cause I yeah, shoes. yeah, they
1: they do. I mean, I continually research things about running. Like um, Hoka is a very good brand. There's certainly lots of other good brands out there as well, and it just depends on like what type of runner you are. If you're flat footed, if you're not flat footed. Uh which companies have different types of solutions with their shoes for that, but I'm Jimmy, basically Jimmy's flat footed. <laughs> I'm I'm pivoting back to like more of like the barefoot type of shoe. And I know we're talking about shoes which might be boring to those that don't really care, but like it's more of just like how our feet were designed meant to be used. Yeah. Ew. Like a lot of shoes, the way that they're designed, and I've had this problem growing up. Like, the way that they're cut up at the top, they're not wide, and, like, they jam our toes together, and it's not good. Like, you want to have your your foot kind of spread apart. Right. Um, and, again, you're going to have people out there, experts that counter that. I mean, I've heard people that say, like, kind of strike with your heel heel toe, and I ran that way for, for a decent amount of time, and I realized that, no, that was not right. I mean, I ran that way for probably, like, two and a half years, um and i realized that it's not really not really <laughs> it's not the uh heel toe approach it's more so you want to kind of uh land on like the the mid sole of your foot right. kind of towards the the top but you don't wanna be, you like, want
0: to be like like natural like the natural yeah, motion of your foot's yeah yeah
1: but you also don't want to be like landing just on like the Tippy toes or like you'll just like, like the run tag. on your toes thing right yeah yeah so i, I guess that what i'm trying to get at is you know things evolve over time continually research i've done my research you know i try to find someone that's telling me to do uh this approach and then i find someone that's trying to counter that and then i try to find like the healthy balance for myself
0: well you'll get to my level one day with yeah mommy. right i will but it's I mean, gonna you know, take bit, me some time. Yeah, I mean, you know, not everybody can run 100 miles at a time. Hey, but
1: yeah, Hoka, Nike, Adidas, uh, any fitness company, uh, we're, we're looking for, for our sponsor, our first sponsor. Road,
0: Rivers, and Trails, I like that store. Yeah, that would be
1: sweet. REI. REI would be nice. North Face, Patagonia. <sighs> I'll
0: make it happen. We got options. Seaweed. Cabela's. Well, Cabela's is owned <laughs> by Dick. Seaweed. <laughs> no, I heard that brand sucked. What? <laughs> Dude, they made it for three years. I heard they, uh, I heard they were bought out by an Australian company. They were bought out by Life is Good, oh. one point two mil. Yeah, I heard it was a big deal. Yeah, yeah, it's a big deal. Who owned them?
1: Who owned them? Yeah. Uh, we don't need to get into that.
0: <laughs> okay. Anyhow, yeah, J- Jimmy cut that. <laughs> I,
1: uh, I think uh, we wrap things up. You know, we've got a busy Sunday going on, but we were still able to. Put in some quality time here. Put in the the work, studio, the work. I'm excited though for what's to come. We we've also been uh, putting out some uh, interesting um, content in terms of like uh, some catchy intros. Uh, We're trying to diversify and get into some other
0: mediums. Uh, We're working on a website. Uh, We're gonna have we're gonna have some multiple. different ways for you guys to engage with us, whether it's through our site. I think we're going to be doing some stuff with, we've talked about NFTs. I think we'll get into that at one point. We're going to be doing uh, some more YouTube videos. We'll probably get into some reels and something. I think we're going to, we're going to keep diversifying how we're reaching you guys and how you're engaging with us. And we ask that you do the same with us. Let us know what you want to hear, what you're passionate about, what you think and, you know it'll allow us to to curate some stuff that maybe you'll engage with more and and just keep the things to keep this exciting. We we want this to be value adding and easy to engage with.
1: Certainly. There's a lot in the works. Uh maybe we'll start taking some live callers as well. Oh, that'd be fantastic. Questions. Yeah. We want to as we keep saying each and every episode we want to engage uh more with uh, those that are tuning in. Um, but we certainly appreciate the, uh, engagement that we're getting up to this point, but we would like to see that continue to grow. And, you know, Cole, you and I, we can do a better job of, uh, reaching out on different platforms, uh, the content again, we, we've got some things, uh, in the works, uh, super excited. Uh, we'll officially show you guys, uh, or tell you guys when that all comes to, to fruition, uh but as i just mentioned you know there's a website that uh, we're working on that will be coming out you know we might have some merchandising as well uh so definitely a lot of uh green space a lot of opportunities coming um
0: but enough with that uh shall we uh sign off hey let's sign off thank you guys for listening excited to uh see the bangles kick some tail hootay hootay should we sing it real fast no come on <laughs> cuz i don't Hoody. really know all the Hoody. lyrics it's like three. Sli- it's like three. who they think gonna beat the Bengals. No,
1: not that. I thought the official song when they score oh. a touchdown. Oh, Dad, I don't know. Touchdown We should have put it up the, on the show. Yeah, I was, I was thinking of doing that, too. We should have painted our faces you know, for this episode. Jimmy uh, is earning his keep this week. Uh, I think uh, he's got the crowd fired up, and I think he wants to have them give uh, us a, round, give of us a round of applause for sure. There we go. That's going to be Thanks. all tonight Thanks. at the Bengals Appreciate game. Appreciate Well, thank you guys for tuning in. Have a wonderful week. Cole and I want to say thank you as always. Good stuff is coming, and uh, we'll talk to you guys next time. Thank you, guys. Signing off. Take care.